Welcome to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast, the only podcast that teaches men the cognitive mastery and alpha mindset that it takes to become an influential and irresistible man of confidence. Here's your host, certified life coach and international man of mystery, Kevin Ayo. What's up, my brothers? Welcome back to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Ayo, and to start this week, I want to mention a couple of amazing offers for you guys. First of all, if you haven't heard of the Building Men Podcast with Dennis and Anthony Marolda, I highly recommend you check them out. They are a brother team that hosts guests on their show who offer great insight into a variety of different topics, a variety of different topics that aim at building men. And I had the honor of being a guest on their show recently. And I believe that episode will be coming out shortly if it hasn't already been released. So check them out, the Building Men podcast and the interview they did with me on the universal truth and living the life you are meant to live. Now, the next item I want to offer you guys is a chance to get my book, The Universal Truth, for free. Now that we are approaching the holiday season, going into December and the Impossible Goal Month, and about to begin the new year, 2022, I want to give you guys a head start into developing cognitive mastery at the foundational level. I realize that the content I've been putting out lately has been at the advanced level. Brothers, I'm essentially teaching calculus to an algebra class, and I get that. However, some of the material I'm offering on this podcast is available for you to begin to experiment with on your own. And by reading my book, The Universal Truth, you'll have an added jumpstart on your self-discovery journey. The Universal Truth is the first step in becoming aware of and detaching from a life of conditioning in order for you to begin to experience the truth of who you are and live the life that you are meant to live. I am offering this book to you for free. All you have to do is go to thealphamalecoach.com and click on the link in the top menu bar at the far right that says very clearly, free book. The rest you can figure out yourself. Fill it in, get your book, start reading. Okay, brothers, let's jump back into what we were getting into last week. Remember, there are three ways to engage in this moment, to stay in the now, and to relate with yourself and other beings at the spiritual level through the realm of vibration from your alpha state, rather than through your mind at the mental level in your beta condition. Now, the primordial perception is through instinct, intuition, and taste. Remember that? The little ears, little noses, little tongues. This is what I introduced to you last week. It is hearing without labels, listening without judgment. Now, brothers, you know the difference between the sound that a happy dog makes and the sound that an angry dog makes. You don't need to see the dog. You don't need to be able to understand its sounds. You don't need to speak dog language, right? Now, this is the same with birds. It's the same with insects. It's the same with frogs. It is listening with your heart, your energy, your inner truth, your alpha state. And remember, all of this is about elevating your alpha state so that you can experience a new level of being and live the life that you're meant to live. The whole idea behind cognitive mastery is not to feel better or condition yourself to believe the thoughts that you think you want to believe. That's only conditioning yourself. And if you're just trying to feel better, then you're avoiding half of what it means to have a human experience. You are so much more than your mind, brother. Your mind is a tool. 
It's here for you to perceive the beauty and wonder and truth of the world. You know, we enter this world as babies with an unconditioned mind. Then the mind undergoes a developing process, an emergence and evolution. The problem is when we reach adulthood, we attach to the mind and we won't let it go free. We're convinced we can't live without it. And in response, the mind does us damage unintentionally. Look, the mind doesn't want to hurt us. The mind wants to be our friend. The mind wants to go free. But it's like a toddler with a knife. You know, the mind wants to play with us and ends up hurting us and itself. It's time in our human development and evolution to release the mind into the world and allow it to be the passenger consciousness that it is meant to be at this stage so that we can live in an elevated alpha state and in the world of abundance, peace, success, joy, and constant presence. If you remember the four noble truths, number one, life is suffering. Number two, there's a cause of suffering. Number three, there is an end to suffering. And number four, there is a path that leads to the end of suffering. Now, brothers, in my methodology, life is suffering due to the differentiation of mind, body, and spirit. The cause of suffering is the mind acting as an authority in your life. The cause of suffering is the conditioning that the mind undergoes during our lifetime. The end of suffering is the release of the mind. It's the release of that conditioning. It's the setting free of the mind so it can shift from the authority to the passenger. And the path that leads to the end of suffering is cognitive mastery, which is self-discovery, enlightenment, and gnosis. The final stage of cognitive mastery is observing the mind as a passenger consciousness. And while energy mechanics plays a role in what remains after the prisoner mind is released from the prison it created, I'm only revealing to you the final part of the Cognitive Mastery Program, 103, Observation. The three perceptions accessed at this stage are the primordial perception referenced earlier in this podcast and the topic of the episode last week, visual perception, which is the topic of this podcast episode, and spiritual or vibrational perception, which is what I'll introduce next week and is the future of our species. Now, given that this week I am going to teach you about visual perception, which is a mental perception, you might be a little taken aback. I mean, I just said that the whole concept is to release the mind, and it is. The whole concept is to release the mind, brother. When I say mental perception, I'm talking about the current phase of evolutionary development we are engaged in and how you can use the mind as a function of itself to observe its movement while remaining in the present moment and living through your alpha state. We're currently in a transitional phase as human beings. We're always in a transitional stage. We're always in transition from one form to another. Our current stage is the mental stage. For several thousands of years, we have been in this stage of development where the mind has been emerging and evolving like a fetus in a womb. While it has been in the womb of the human, it was the primary focus and the primary objective that has been to grow this tool and to discover its power. And we have done that. Brothers, we have done that. Look around you. Look at everything we have accomplished externally through the use of the mind. We have technology, language, social structures, belief systems, skyscrapers, vehicles that fly, vehicles that go underwater, and vehicles that go into space. I mean, we have math and philosophy. We have science and art, music, architecture. We have sanitation and medicine. I could go on and on. My point is I want you to see what we have accomplished with the mind. In the beginning, before the mind became active and we were still living like animals through fear and survival responses, there was only nature. 
right? There was only wilderness, open spaces. There was forests, jungles, and so on. Then the mind was conceived within us. And it has been growing like a baby in the womb ever since. That growing, evolving, emerging mind has been the cause of everything around us. Every man-made item and idea that has come into being since the conception of the mind itself. I'm talking about money. I'm talking about time. I'm talking about all of it. Everything that man has created, everything that wasn't here before the mind brought it forth. And that was the reason for the source, the all, the universe, to plant the seed of mind in the human. We have been given this great tool, this amazing gift, and we have used it very well, and we have used it very poorly. This is the binary. This is the duality that the mind creates. This is the knowledge of good and evil, the birth of the binary. Brothers, I'm going to tell you a quick story. When humans were living like the animals, when we were living through the primordial awareness, the primordial perception, it was all based on sound, smell, and taste. And this kept us alive for a long time. We lived through our instincts and intuition and taste, and we were completely in the moment, what the scriptures call paradise or the Garden of Eden. That is the kingdom. The here and now, that is the kingdom. That is where everything you seek exists. That is where confidence exists. That's where happiness, joy, enlightenment exists. That's where the self and the truth and the wonder and the wisdom, it all exists right here. The present moment has no opposite. It has no contrast. There is only the present, only the now. And back then, while it may seem like a fearful, survival-based existence, it was an existence that maintained an awareness of the present. Everything was happening in the present. There were no thoughts of the past. There was no consideration of the future. There was no concept of happiness or sadness. There was no concept of right or wrong. There was no concept of good or evil. Brothers, there was no duality. There existed a duality, but humans were not aware of it because we were locked in the present moment, a survival-based, in-the-moment perception. Then, one day, humans were imbued with mind. And I don't care what your personal beliefs are on this. I don't care if you believe in creation or intelligent design or evolution or natural selection. It makes no difference how it occurred. All we know is that it did occur. One day we made a transition from instinct and intuition to mental awareness. In scripture, it's written that when man and woman ate from the tree of knowledge, they were exposed to subjectivity, the revelation of good and evil. When this happened, their eyes were opened and they saw, and immediately they became ashamed. This was the birth of the mind, my friend, the birth of the binary, the birth of opposites, of contrast, and of subjectivity. It was always there in front of us, but we only became aware of it in that moment. This was the birth of mental awareness. Now look, brothers, I'm not preaching to you. In fact, I have a completely different view of the creation story in the Bible altogether. I don't believe man and woman were tricked. I don't believe the father of all didn't have a total knowledge of everything that was happening and that everything that would ever happen. And I don't believe it was a sin deed from the tree of knowledge. And I don't believe humans were cast out of paradise. And I don't believe in any religious affiliation to scripture other than to recognize it as a story to explain a natural phenomenon. I do believe that humans were always meant to eat from the tree. And I do believe that the father of all knew it ahead of time and ordained it as a perfect necessity for our development as humans. And I do believe that this was the conceiving or planting within us of the mind. And I do believe that paradise is right in front of us, right in front of our face all the time, enfolding in perfection, but it has been hidden from us due to the emergence and authority of the mind. 
There, I said it. Now let's get back to the podcast content. So our eyes have been opened through this conception of the mind, which has been growing within us since that time. The analogy that I like to use is that humans are like a maturing woman. When we were living like the animals through instinct and intuition, we were like the young woman, the woman who has yet to become pregnant. When we ate from the tree of knowledge, if you follow the story, if you follow the analogy, our eyes were opened and we gained the knowledge of good and evil. This is like the woman becoming pregnant, pregnant with the mind. This is the human species becoming pregnant with the mind, starting as an embryo and developing into a fetus through time. And look at how our little fetus has grown, brothers. Look at everything we've done with this seed planted within us by the father of all. Our next stage of transition is to give birth to the mind, is to release it into the world so it's no longer a part of us, but still with us so that we can return to the paradise of the now, the moment, the kingdom of the present. Now, last week, I explained to you how to go back in time and retrain your original senses of intuition and instinct. Next week, I will attempt to offer you the next stage of evolution, which is how we will operate once we, as a species, give birth to the mind, release it, let it go, let it be the passenger consciousness. In this episode, I want to offer you a process for observing the mind in the mental plane that we currently live in. Thus, the title of this podcast is Visual Perception. Remember, brothers, the mind is an oculus. And I've used this analogy with you before. I'm going to bring it back in a way to offer you that the mind works through the eyes. Humans have become heavily dependent on their eyes and their sight. And the main reason for this is the mind. We are conditioned primarily by what we see. It is true that we learn lessons through sounds as well, what people tell us. However, the majority of our conditioning is received through the eyes by what we see and what we make it mean. As children, we are constantly observing the world and making stories around the images that pass through our eyes. Now, I want you to consider this in your own life. Maybe this has happened to you. How often have you been driving in your car, going to a location that you've been to a hundred times before, and you begin to daydream? You start to think about the events that happened the previous day, or you're thinking about the cute woman in the coffee shop this morning or what the work you want to execute when you get to the office, or the big plans you have for the weekend. And the next thing you know, you arrive at your destination. You don't remember how you got there, but all of a sudden you're there. All of a sudden you're pulling into the parking lot. You've driven the route so many times, you can do it on autopilot, and you did do it on autopilot. Now, brothers, I've done this several times in my life, several times in my past. And I have to tell you that it's, it's a scary thing to just arrive at a destination without having any memory of how you got there. I mean, I didn't know if I ran red lights. I don't know if I ran stop signs. I don't know if I cut off other cars. I don't even know if I ran over a cat or a human being. <laughs> I mean, I didn't blood. I, I haven't done any hit and runs. I haven't ran anybody over with my car. My point is that I completely went into my mind and my eyes shut off. This is what it really means to be asleep. And to wake up has nothing to do with social politics and virtue signaling. Being woke, waking up or exiting the matrix is about opening your eyes to see in a way that you saw before the mind was conceived and the way you will see after our species gives birth to and releases the mind. It is about seeing instead of looking. It is about returning to the present moment, the kingdom of the now, while we are still in the stage of mental awareness, living in the mental plane of human existence. 
That is what it means to see. That's what it means to keep your eyes open, to be awake, to see what's happening right in front of you, rather than seeing what the stories that the mind are playing in your head, looking at the mind, looking at the stories, looking at the daydreaming. See the world outside of you. That's what it means to wake up. Just like last week, the move here is to see without judgment, without evaluation, without condemnation, without criticism, without labels, without titles, without attaching our likes or dislikes to anything that we observe. The move is to have the eyes of a child, the eyes of a baby. That is what the master meant when he observed some babies nursing and he said to his disciples, these nursing babies are like those who will enter the kingdom. This is what the master meant when he said, know what is in front of your face and what is hidden from you will be disclosed to you. This is also the true meaning of when the master brought sight to Bartimaeus, the blind man. He was blind because he couldn't see the truth. He couldn't see what was happening in his life because he was locked in his mind, not because his eyes weren't working. It is right here, brother, right in front of you, unfolding in perfection all the time. Humans don't see the perfection because we are blinded from it and distorting it through our thoughts, our beliefs, and our mind. So here we are in the mental plane and seeking the truth, seeking the end of suffering, the elevation of the alpha state. Open your eyes, brother, and see. See what is right in front of you. See the beauty and perfection of this world, of this moment, of the now, and of your life. Now look, like I say, I'm not a preacher. I'm not a religious man. I believe in all religion and no religion. I believe in all government and no government. I'm everything and nothing. That is the totality of the extremes. You have to live in the extremes because once you make a choice, once you choose something, then you're in judgment. The chooser is the one that chooses, and by making the choice, he is confused. Brothers, I am a spiritual man. I am a man that is spiritual because I, like you, am a cellular organism animated by spiritual life. The alpha state is a spiritual state of being. I don't deny my scientific background. In fact, I use it to confirm what I know to be spiritual truths. Everything I teach you, brothers, is based in science. I'm not throwing out mystical knowledge and hoping it sticks. I'm providing you the inherent truth backed by science and offering that you experiment with it in your own life so that you can set yourself free. Utilizing the visual perception for observing the mind is best practiced alone in quiet areas. Last week, I offered that you work with your intuition and instinct during times when you're one-on-one with someone or in a small group or in nature. This week, I want to offer that you experiment and develop your mental perception when you are alone in your own space. The reason is because to see with the eyes of your heart instead of with the mind through your eyes is easiest to practice without the distraction of other beings or the sound of nature. Begin with simply looking without judgment. Sit down in the quiet, almost meditative environment and look. You have to look before you can see. Look at what is around you without labeling it. That is the key. Don't assign any labels to what you are looking at. Simply look. What do you see? Brothers, have you ever seen water flowing down a river? Like really seen it? Have you ever seen the clouds moving through the sky without judging them? Have you ever seen the intricacies of a leaf, any leaf, without saying, oh, that's boring, or I've seen that before, without all the expectations that come along with, oh, yeah, That's just the boring leaf, the boring clouds, the boring water. 
Have you ever actually seen the beauty in all human beings? Or have you been clouded by what the mind expects to see, which removes all the wonder from the seer and the beauty from the perfection of what is seen? Humans have lost the ability to see what is right in front of their face because they expect it to be there. You expect to see the pen. You expect to see the iPhone. You expect to see the skyscraper. You expect to see the helicopter in the sky. But what if you've never seen a helicopter before? Wouldn't that be an amazing thing to see? A flying object in the sky, a flying piece of metal? What would you think? You'd be amazed. You'd be in wonder. The expectation of what we see creates the boredom. It creates our inability to see what is there, that perfect object that is without label, that is without judgment. Brothers, all the wonder and splendor that exists, exists right here in the moment, right in front of you. I hear my students say this all the time, right? I buffer. I buffer because I'm bored. I buffer because there's nothing happening. There's nothing going on. There's nothing to do. So I'm bored. And in order to get rid of my boredom, I buffer. You know, I watch TV. I I grab my iPhone. I smoke a joint. And brothers, I got to tell you, I truly empathize with that. In fact, I think all of you know my story. You know, I used sex, I used pornography, and I used marijuana for years as a form of buffering away the boredom of life. And that is the illusion. That is the lie that the mind tricks us into. See, the mind says there's something greater. There must be something other than what's happening in the moment. The moment is boring. You know, the mind wants to be in the past and the future, right? So the mind's always looking to what's next, what's next, what's next, what's next. What's the next great thing? How can I be better? How can I be more? How can I have something else than what's happening for me right now? You know, the mind always is telling you stories like I'm meant to experience something more exciting. Or if nothing is happening, I got to make something happen. I got to do something. I got to do something to make my life exciting or grow or or develop, right? I got to be better. This is the mind living in the future, living in the past. This is all the distortion of the mind that leads to illusion. This is what happens when we see with the mind instead of with the heart. This is what happens when we see from the beta condition instead of the alpha state. We are distracted from the truth of the present and the perfection of the now. Look at the wall, brother. Do you see the wall? Do you see how amazing the wall is? Do you see the space between the wall? There is no space between the wall. We're living in an information field of oneness and love. The space that you think is there is not really there. There's so much happening between you and the wall, but you don't see it because all you see is the wall. You expect to see the wall. The wall is there and you expect to see it and it's white and it's flat and it's boring. Look at it. Look at what's there and look at what's right in front of you between you and the wall. Look at the pen. Look at the computer. Look at your iPhone as if it was the first time you've ever seen it. Just look at it without the judgment of liking it or not liking it, of determining it useful or useless. Look at the pen without labeling it as a pen. See it with a child's eyes, with a baby's eyes. No words, no labels. A baby doesn't know what a pen is or what its function is. It has no words to give it a name. It is purely an object of wonder and perfection. Brothers, this is the way you engage with the moment through your visual perception. This is how you begin the process of waking up. Don't let the media fool you. Being woke is not going along with their narrative. Truly being woke is not having a narrative. It is to engage with each moment as it passes in this practice through the eyes by seeing what is right in front of you without labels, judgments, condemnations, or approvals, likes or dislikes, stories, beliefs, and conditioning. 
This is how you can find the truth that is right in front of you, how you can release yourself from suffering and how you can begin to awaken and elevate the alpha state within you. At this time in our mutating energy and evolving form, we live on the mental plane. The mind is the fetus growing within our species. Remember, that's the analogy. We are in the third trimester, gentlemen. We are in the ninth month. The mind is ready to emerge and be set free. Our species is afraid to let it go. So we are using the mind to destroy ourselves internally and externally. We are using the mind to attach to outer authorities, external conditioning. COVID is an example of this. Now, I'm not a political man, but I'm going to tell you that COVID and everything that has followed is the universe showing us that the time is near. It's urging us to let go of our stories, our beliefs, and our mental authority. Like I say, it's not, it's not a political rant. I don't care what your political beliefs are on COVID or masks or vaccines and shots. It really doesn't matter. What matters is that we are all operating according to our conditioning. We are all operating based on what the media and governments and friends and families and society is telling us to do. We're not using our own inner authority to determine for ourselves what is the best path that we must take. We are listening to whatever outer authorities are conditioning us without the backing of any personal research or science. And this is on both sides of the divide. I'm not coming down on one side or the other. All humans at this point are living in this form of conditioning and outer authority. There is no truth in the outer authority. The truth is within you. And this sickness is slowly destroying us like a cancer. Let go of your mind. Surrender your thinking and allow your mind to be free as a passenger consciousness along for the ride that your alpha state is the driver. Use your eyes to see what is there right in front of you, unknown and perfect. Look at the world with your heart, brother, the inner light that came with you to this world and shines brighter than the sun itself. Observe the labels and judgments as they pass through your mind, like clouds passing through the sky, birds passing through the air, and fish swimming through the water. Don't try to grab a hold of them and keep them. Don't grab the clouds. Don't grab the birds. Don't grab the fish. Just observe them. Those labels, those thoughts and judgments, they are not of you. They've never been you. They are of the world. They have entered into you from the world and they can exit back to the world from you. Not through action, but through observation. And while this happens, brother, look at the world with fresh eyes, clear eyes, baby's eyes. Bartimaeus eyes. Next week, I will introduce the final episode in perception, spiritual or vibrational perception. And brothers, the Academy is taking enrollments for new students who are ready to begin their own cognitive mastery journey. And I want to invite you to join the brotherhood. You are welcome when you are ready. How you take your first steps is completely up to you. You can enroll directly in the Academy. You can check out the free book offer. Or you can continue to listen to the podcasts and do the work yourselves. Your journey is your own. I am only here to facilitate wherever you are on your path. Until next week, my friends, elevate your alpha. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha your guide to shifting to the alpha mindset at thealphamalecoach.com slash unleash.